The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Welcome back to another season of The Money Podcast. This season will be all about recessions, surviving recessions, and most importantly, Justin, how can we make money from recessions? So let's start off with the basics. Can you explain to our listeners what a recession is? So look, a recession in the simplest form to understand it is when you have a period of declining economic activity. And generally it is measured as a measure of GDP. So you have declining GDP and pretty much when there is a contraction in the economy for an extended period of time. Now the exact percentages, you know, some people will debate that, but the main thing to focus on is the fact that there is a contraction in the economy. And that's basically what a recession is. And a recession most of the time follows after a period of an excessive boom in the economy. So that's usually when a recession comes and it's usually what we call an excessive pullback in the market. And unfortunately, you only get those statistics after a few days, you know, so you don't really know that you are in a recession. You only basically find that out a few months later, really. Well, Davi, this is exactly it. I mean, the thing is with recessions, you, you only find out about the fact that you're in a recession once you're actually in a recession, you know. And the problem with recessions is that uh, even though, you know, most people can actually see them coming, I mean, especially when there's an excessive amount of bloats in the market in terms of money, the truth of the matter is when it comes to uh, recessions, it's usually most people try and live in denial about the fact that a recession is on the way. And so, you know, even though you can see it coming, it usually catches most people by surprise. Yeah, so let's talk about the consumers. How does a recession actually impact a consumer? Well, look, the first thing to understand about a recession is that, first of all, the price of everything is going to go up. That is usually what happens during a recession. First of all, your supply chains usually get hit pretty hard. That's usually the first thing. So cost of manufacture goes up. You know, the cost of supply goes up. The cost of transporting goods goes up. Just pretty much the cost of everything goes up. And then on top of that, you have all of the factors playing into this, which is included in the fact that the cost of money becomes more expensive. Because generally during a recession, what you have is you have increasing interest rates. And we'll talk about that in a second, why that happens. But essentially, money becomes more expensive as well. So what you have is you have a convergence of all of these factors playing in. So ultimately, for the end user, the consumer, it means that the amount of money that they receive at the end of every month is basically going to go, you know, it's going to go to fewer places. It means that you're going to have less money to go around on the things that you normally would spend money on. So food is more expensive, petrol is more expensive, uh, basic living expenses just is going to be up all around. So it's like the situation we currently find ourselves in, you know. If you go out and you speak to anyone, you will see everyone complaining about the same thing, about the cost of living being more expensive and, well, they've got less disposable money left at the end of the month. Well, you know, the thing is everybody's talking about the recession right now being as a result of the the war between Russia and Ukraine. But the truth of it is, even if the war didn't happen, we were due for a recession because we had an excessive amount of money in the markets over the last couple of years. There was just a lot of financial bloats in the system and recessions are a natural process to reset the markets as much as they're uncomfortable the way I like to explain it to people is if you overspend in your personal life if you go and spend money you know that you don't have ultimately you're going to have to pull back you're going to have to go through a period of doing without so that you can reset your personal budget and that's exactly what happens with global recessions the the economic system is resetting itself back to normal levels and the only tools that we really have to curb inflation 
inflation, and that is, of course, with the cost of everything going up. That's what we're referring to in, in terms of inflation, is to deal with it by raising interest rates. And so the short-term impact of a recession is increased interest rates, even more expensive goods. But ultimately what happens is eventually price levels will settle, eventually supply chains will normalize, and then prices will come back to normal. So that sounds very technical for the average person, right? Yeah. So let's kind of break this down in simple terms. So the situation we find ourselves in at the moment is the cost of living is becoming more expensive, right? Everything is going up. Yeah. But what you're saying now is a recession is needed in order to reset the system. So basically what will happen now is in the recession, when the recession comes, interest rates will go up, right? Yes. Now that will mean that there will be less demand. So what that means is companies will have to cut their prices once again, so the cost of goods will become cheaper. Exactly. You've, you've said it perfectly. I mean, this is economics 101. It's about supply and demand, right? So if you look at goods, when everybody is really cheap, if you look at a business, if you look at businesses around, if everything is really cheap, the only thing people have to compete on is really the quality of product, right? And if everything is really expensive, the only thing people have to compete on is the price of the product. Right? So it's basically a pricing war between companies. So right, it, that's exactly what's happening. And this is what eventually brings an end to a recession. And this is why inflation, the only way to control inflation and to curb this excess of, of pricing in the market is for there to be a recession. And you know, if you if you look at the current situation, Darby, with, with pricing where it is now, especially during COVID, I mean, everything became excessively expensive. We saw the basket price of goods just go through the roof. Yeah, I mean, food prices went up on average by about 10% per year, you know. It's been absolutely ridiculous. And the only way to bring those levels down is for for there to be less money in the system because here's how supply and demand works. There's been an excessive amount of money in the system. So obviously during COVID, there was a lot of stimulus money put out there. There was a lot of government incentives put out there. And we talk about globally now, obviously, as well. And so there was an excessive amount of money in the market. That excessive amount of money in the market meant that businesses could charge more for their products and consumers had access to easy money, access to easy debt. So obviously it was easy to go and buy products at higher prices. But as soon as interest rates go up and money is more expensive, ultimately that's going to force the price of things down and that's how inflation is curbed yeah unfortunately i think there's a lot of people that are going to learn this the hard way you know i mean lots of people went and they bought houses and stuff um, with money they couldn't really afford but the argument was always that it was cheaper to buy instead of rent with low interest rates like we saw but now that interest rates are going up the cost of living is going to be more expensive mortgages are going to be more expensive as well so that puts them in the unfortunate event that they find themselves in the wrong way of the cycle now well davi the thing to remember is exactly what you've just said it is a cycle when the next economic cycle comes around, which is the end of the recession, remember that once again, there will be a recession again. And it is important, with, especially when you look at buying something like a property, never to forecast on low interest rates because you know low interest rates are not going to last forever. But the same is true about high interest rates. High interest rates are not going to last forever. If you look at South Africa's historical interest rates, they're sitting at about 13%. We're well, a well, long way off it. Well, we were at 20% at one stage. Exactly. I mean, if you cast your eyes back to 1999 and 1998, we hit a high in terms of interest rates. And this is what I want to remind people of is that when you're doing your forecasting, when you're looking ahead, especially buying something like a house, we've got, you know, say, for example, a 20 year term on a bond. You need to look through the cycles because in a 20 year ownership um, period on a home, you're probably going to go through quite potentially maybe three or four recessions during that period. And so you're going to have potentially at least two or three 
peak periods of, of interest rates. So, you know, that's something you need to factor into your financial forecasting as an individual when you look at things. So it's all very well you go out and you buy a home today saying it's really cheap based on today's interest rates. You need to take into consideration what the market might do in the future. So, you know, looking at the current situation, everything is really expensive. There's no question, you know, inflation is hitting everybody really hard in the pocket. But the good news is, Davi, there is light at the end of the tunnel because the recession will end. But right now, everybody has to be really prudent. Everybody has to tighten their belts. They have to make do with what they have. And this is a time to really focus on managing your budgets, managing your expenses, and making sure you don't spend more than you earn. And more importantly, don't take on debt because interest rates are going to continue going up for the foreseeable future. Yes, look, and that's why we started this podcast. We want to teach people about money. We want to teach people to make intelligent decisions around money. So if you are feeling the pinch right now and you want to do something about it, you can go to globalmoneyacademy.com. You can get all of our courses absolutely free of charge. We have got budget templates that you can use. It's absolutely free. We even have courses teaching you how to start your own online business. So go to globalmoneyacademy.com. It is free. You can sign up online and you can get access to all of the courses and all of the tools and calculators absolutely free free of charge. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy. 